0: You know, here you are right at the beginning. Are you going to drop ship? Are you going to have um, a dispensary? Are you gonna have maybe a really small dispensary or just the herbs? I mean, I'm pretty much down to a dozen supplements and herbs and all my herbs. That's pretty much what I'm down to now. Where, uh, you know, everything else is, I'm sorry, I don't have that. We have to get it from the drop shipper. We have to get it from Araya. And um, or Vitally or whoever it is you're using or one of the distributors. So the knowing how you're going to give your clients product from whom and how is pretty big, all right, because that's part of that organization and system thing. Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists, and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business, and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello everyone, and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. How are you? How are things going? Now, last time we talked about making sure we checked our business name before we went and did all the artwork and everything else that went with it. And today I thought we'd just go through some of the other things that popped up in my mind while I was speaking. So now, what are you going to do? You've got your website, you've got your name and you've got your website, you've got your URL, you've got all of the things you can do without actually doing anything. Now, are you going to have a dispensary or are you going to drop ship? Are you going to, you know, make sure that you have programs happening right from the get go or are you just going to do one-to-one practice? how are you going to finance your venture initially? How much background money do you need? How much um, time do you need? In what way, you know, how are you gonna make this work for you? And what systems are you going to put into place? So let's start at the beginning because what does happen is people decide, I've got enough money, I'm going to throw my all into this, and I'm gonna open my doors and the people will come. And unfortunately, Yeah, for some people they do, but unfortunately for a lot of people, they don't because they're not putting in all of the background stuff to go with it. They're not promoting themselves. They're not really going out there and meeting the people. Some people are just natural attraction magnets and they get the people no matter what they do and they're instantly, you know, increasing their hours and upping their numbers Um, And I sometimes think, is it that person? Is it the way they put themselves out to the world? Is it what they're offering? Is it, you know, is it that they are better on Instagram and Facebook and things like that to gain their clients? Or are they just in the right place at the right time? So for some people, yes, it's very clear they are magnets for others. But other people are just like, why have you failed? There's no logical reason why you haven't done well. And I think that some of this is to do with, yes, fine manifesting. And, you know, we've got our limiting beliefs. So there's a lot of mindset around this. Yes, totally a lot of ma- mindset around this. However, there's also the practicalities around it. If because we're going to have failures, right? A failure is a learning experience that's what a failure is, a failure is totally a learning experience, a failure is a time to learn more, to grow, to go wow that didn't work, let's do something else, let's do it a different way, let's offer it in a different way, let's do something different, okay, lots of people segue their businesses, some of the really big names, you look at them and they started out doing one thing, then they did something else, then they did something else and then finally they started, I always say to people it's a great idea if you have got that side job going on while you're building your business because then you have some security, you have the money coming in and you have other people to talk to all right you've got you've got another space in which to be and and that can be calming in itself rather than always being you know at the at the practice. Now, when that's the other thing, though, is when you decide these are my practice hours, you must work within your practice in those hours. If you're not working on the business, you're working in the business. So that is you're seeing clients or you're posting on social media. You're doing something to be writing a blog. You're doing something towards growing your business. And it's a great idea when we start out, we still have to study, we have to look up our clients, we have to keep learning, but we have to share ourselves as well. So it's a really good idea if we break up our times, you know, it's maybe you've hired a room one day a week, and that room is costing you somewhere like, generally like a $100, you know, 70 to to $100 for the day, because it's the cost of a client. So, or a return client. So, you've got this room, you've got no one booked in. You still need to go to that room. You still need to hang out in that room. You still need to sit there and go, okay, I've got eight hours in this room. I'm not going to go to the shops. I'm going to, especially if it has reception, then I'm going to go out. I'm going to talk to the receptionist. I'm going to meet the clients. I'm going to see what posters or signs can be put out at reception. I'm going to meet the people who are coming in here. Okay, I can't be out there all day, I'm too exhausted. I'm now going to spend X length of time um, batching content, like I'm batching my podcast, I'm going to batch my content so that I've got um, content to go out on social media. I'm going to write a blog, I'm going to update my website. So that we're really constructively using that space and that time in and on our business. When we're putting ourselves out to the world, We have to see people. It sounds, yeah, of course I'm going to see people, Geraldine. Just be quiet now. No, I mean actually see people because that's going to give us that enthusiasm, that motivation when we're with people. So I mean, we've had a lot of lack of motivation. We've had a lot of downscaling of motivation because of the pandemic. We've all been trapped at home. We haven't been out and about. But think of how you feel after a Zoom call. You feel revved up. You feel, you know, your motivation's returned because you've been listening to someone who's motivating you, who's talking about their business like happens in the academy. It's all, you know, and you've you've got that buzz and you can go and do some more. So sometimes when we're, you know, if we've got that day and nothing's happening, listen to some podcasts, listen um, to something that's going to motivate you, motivational music, I've got, when I have to sit down and I write soon, you know, I've got the programs and practice day coming up um, really soon. I've got a lot to write for that. I've got a lot to do for that to make sure that it runs really smoothly because it's a, um, it's a almost whole day event. It's six hours. So I've got to make sure that I'm really ready to go, that my breaks are all ready. I've written all the content, but of course, that's the thing you kind of put it off a bit. You know, I've got to write content for six hours worth of time, like really? So What am I going to do? I'm going to get up and wander away. I'm going to procrastinate. I'm going to ignore it. Or I've got, I type into YouTube, motivation music, and um, there's this dineural beats and it sits in the background going, and it keeps me focused. So there'll be some music or something maybe that you need that's going to help you to motivate you to do those things you don't want to do. Because it's really good when we can outsource stuff stuff we don't like. Um my accounts are outsourced. Marie's bookkeeping does my accounts. It's all I just I used to post it to her. I used to put it all in a big brown envelope and post it up to her. And now I've got an app and I can photograph and just send her all the bills. So it's all just done and I only have to send her my um bank statements and my stripe download and it's like yay, I've done it all. She does it all. So I mean Offloading, outsourcing things can really help, but we can't necessarily afford it at first. So, Marie's is actually very affordable as far as I'm concerned. It just makes my life so much better. I'd probably, you know, live on dry crackers and stale water than have to do my own accounts now that I've been able to outsource them. So, things that we really hate, if we can afford to outsource them, that's great. Or we have to designate rigorously designate time to do those tasks we hate so that they're out of the way all right so initially i didn't have anyone i was doing it myself i do i didn't have to do bass i wasn't earning enough um so when the kids were little and i was only seeing you know five eight clients a week and of course i had all the school holidays off and all the rest of it so i wasn't and out in australia um and paid gst on everything but there's no GST on consults of course that brings costs down as well so I wasn't hitting that whatever GST target it is for a long time while the kids are in primary school I didn't hit that so once a year I would have to do my tax I didn't have to do it quarterly and um, I would force my husband to sit down with me and go through just simply because my head would do something with the dates but I had to designate that time And now it's, I've actually got it in motion. I've got a system happening. It all just goes to Marie. So she's got like this inbox called the in tray and I put it all in the in tray and it all just gets done. But having a system really helps. Being able to take these things I don't want to do and hand them to somebody else. When I couldn't afford to do them, I set myself designated times to do those things before I had a VA and I had to post on social media I would only post you know once or twice a week then it got a bit more as social media got bigger um, and so then I was doing lives and things like that so it got more and more as time went on but then I wasn't able to do it and everything else I do so I have a VA who sorts to Sends me prompts and says, I need this Geraldine, I need that. Have you written this? And off I go and do it. Here's the email for Friday, Geraldine. You need to update it. You know, here's the headings, here's the base. Get on with it. Um, so I've got someone prompting me to do these things so that I know that the system runs, that the system works, and that we can get these things done. So, you know, here you are right at the beginning. Are you going to drop ship? Are you going to have. Um, a dispensary? Are you going to have maybe a really small dispensary, or just the herbs? I mean, I'm pretty much down to a dozen supplements and herbs, and all my herbs. That's pretty much what I'm down to now. Where uh, you know everything else is, I'm sorry, I don't have that. We have to get it from the drop shipper. We have to get it from Aria, and um, or Vitally or whoever it is you're using, or one of the distributors. So the Knowing how you're going to give your clients product from whom and how is pretty big, all right, because that's part of that organization and system thing. Knowing how you're going to set up the paperwork, I mean, you can start with Halaxy, that's free, Um, we're actually having a training on Halaxy in the academy coming up. Then what about, you know, the system flow from that? Where are you going to keep the notes? Where, you know, all of these system things and the thing, you know, your accounts, when are you going to do that? We need to designate time to do the tasks we don't want to do in amongst the tasks that we have to do. What people don't understand about small business is you're doing everything. So you're sitting, seeing the client for eight hours and for each eight hours of client, there's probably four to five hours of, you know, if you've done eight hours worth of clients, you'll have four hours of catching up on all of their stuff, making sure that your systems are in place, everything's working properly, all of your PR and media, making sure that everything is up and running, anything you're writing, depending how how you present your plans, you might still be doing that. You might head over at that time because people don't understand you know they work for somebody else they go in at nine they finish at five because they're doing other things for that person they are the accounts department for that other person so they finish at five whereas you need an accounts department so you're you're having to do it yourself so you're the one doing it and people don't get that they can't see the small business makeup that there is a lot more to do and we have to designate time to do those things. And how are you going to do that? When are you going to do those things and still have a life? (laughs) Because it's good to get to go out occasionally, isn't it? So um, I'd really like you to, if you're right at the beginning there, to sit down and just go, what am I going to use? Where am I going to keep the notes? You know, what day is a good day for me to do accounts? Because I can't farm them out yet. I haven't got any to farm out yet. I haven't got any to send away. You know what? You know, once a week it'd be a good idea to make sure you've updated. There might be nothing. You might go Tuesday. Hey, nothing to update today. I've not bought anything. I don't need anything. Or, or, of course, the account stay could be right. What do I need? I've run out of. Let's do a stock take. Because we want to order at the beginning of the week, especially with all these shipping delays and everything else. Ordering at the beginning of the week means that you might hopefully get it by the end of the week. So sorting out those systems for the other things that you do is really important. And that's a great way when we're starting out to set some of those ideas and train to work out some of those things that you're going to be doing and the systems that you're going to be following. So obviously graduate mastery program for that one, but um, it's all in there as well. So tell me how you're going. What would you like me to go through with you? You know, in Strictly Education and Support, where I do my weekly lives, there's more information about starting out in practice. Um, There's a systems download at geraldineheadley.com as well. I don't know how you'll find it, but I'm sure you'll find it Um, once you search the site lots of people manage it I don't think I've actually got on the front page anymore but have a look through see what there is for you over on geraldineheadley.com because it's bound to be something and there's bound to be um, something that you need and of course there's the academy But I have to go now because you probably have to go because you're thinking, oh, she's started my train of thought. I've got to write this all down and go and do some things. So have an absolutely brilliant rest of day and I look forward to catching up with you really soon. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the Herbal Discussions more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.